Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. Good Wednesday morning. We are tracking powerful storms across the country. That's right, and they're impacting millions of holiday travelers. It's December 27th. This is today. Wild weather, heavy rain and thick fog creating hazardous conditions up and down the East Coast. Snow and ice stretching from Colorado to the Midwest. All of it taking a toll on the roads and airports. We've gotten a couple text messages that the flight's been delayed twice. We'll have the full forecast, including some good news for the long holiday weekend. Searching for answers with border crossings at a record high and a new migrant caravan heading north. Top U.S. officials traveling to Mexico today for key talks on the humanitarian crisis. What, if anything, can be done to help? A live report straight ahead. Breaking overnight, Israel launching new airstrikes in Gaza and stepping up its ground offensive, warning the war with Hamas is far from over. This is U.S. forces shoot down at least a dozen attack drones in the Red Sea. We'll have the very latest. Shop till you drop. New numbers for the holiday season just out, showing retail sales grew this year. What that signals about the mood of consumers and the overall health of the economy. All that plus, raise a glass. Got a s'mores cold brew and then a sour cherry energy burst. Unique and creative drinks bringing a new burst of energy to the fast food wars. I actually flew out from London just to try this place. What's behind the new trend and what it means for the menu at your favorite chains. And come aboard. It's the world cruise that everyone's talking about. I've made it my mission for the next nine months to follow every single person who was on this nine-month cruise. That's right, 274 days at sea. An inside look at the voyage that's become social media's newest obsession. Today, Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cuffey. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning and welcome to today. Thanks so much for joining us on this Wednesday morning. I'm Laura Jarrett alongside my Saturday today buddy and co-anchor Peter Alexander in for Savannah and Hoda this week. Can you imagine 274 days at sea with the same people? So they're 17 (laughs) days into this thing, 65 countries, seven continents on the serenade of the seas. I just don't want to have that guy walking around with his tall white socks and flip-flops for the whole nine months that you're on that thing. That could be a heck of a ride. It could be, but one thing they don't have to worry about on that cruise is the weather, and that is where we are going to start this morning. That severe snowstorm in the plains is winding down, but still causing travel troubles at airports and on the roads. And now a new storm on the East Coast threatening to impact plans for millions of Americans. We have two reports for you this morning, starting with Dylan's forecast. She is in for Al. Dylan, good morning. Good morning, guys. This is all kind of connected. So for folks traveling out of town, going back home, 
home, whatever you're doing, we are going to see this East Coast storm impact most likely the roads and the airports, too. Here's the snowy part of the storm back through the Midwest. You can see we're losing a lot of the snow with it. The winds are starting to die down. But attached to it, we have this cold front, and that's bringing some heavy rain across eastern Ohio, western Pennsylvania, down through eastern Virginia, down into eastern North Carolina. That's where the heavy rain is falling right now. This is going to continue to work its way up the East Coast and eventually exit New England as we go into tomorrow morning. We also have some dense fog, especially across uh, Long Island into New York City, where visibility is about a mile and a half or less. That could create some morning delays at the airports with the flights having a hard time taking off this morning, especially out near JFK. But if you're traveling on the roads today, we are likely going to see that rain impact I-95. We're also looking at potentially some later uh, delays this afternoon and into this evening as the rain takes hold in New York and Washington, D.C., too. And then tomorrow, most of the activity will be in the morning. So we could see some morning delays through Philly and D.C. and then up into Boston and New York. Those should improve as we go throughout the day. We also have a little bit of wet snow possible back through Chicago tomorrow. That could create some delays as well. Something we'll keep an eye on, Peter. All right, Dylan, thank you very much. And of course, right now, those hazardous conditions are moving through just as the holiday travel rush is going strong. Millions of Americans making their way home from Christmas or getting a jump start on New Year's weekend, right as those heavy rains are now expected. NBC's Adrian Broadus joins us from Chicago O'Hare International Airport. Adrian, good morning. Peter, good morning to you here in Chicago O'Hare and Midway Airports are expecting to see 3.4 million passengers during this end-of-the-year holiday stretch. Some Christmas fog over the weekend already led to delays and cancellations here. Further west in Colorado, a blizzard caused hundreds of delays, even stranding some passengers. This morning, the holiday travel crunch ahead of the new year continues. A blizzard pounding Colorado, causing hundreds of delays at Denver International as more than 6,000 flight delays piled up at airports nationwide. It's causing a headache for families like the Kelmans, who just want to get from Chicago to Florida for their Disney vacation. We just checked our bag, and we've gotten a couple text messages that the flight's been delayed twice. On the roads, some major western interstates hit with intense snow and ice, creating pileups and shutdowns. Nebraska Highway State Patrol responding to at least 150 accidents on Christmas Day. Meantime, at the airports, things are getting back on track. I'm glad that the travel wasn't as bad today as I think it must have been pre-Christmas. I took a risk. I put my heavy coat in my luggage, so I hope it arrives back there. With Southwest now back to a normal operating schedule after heavy weekend fog in Chicago caused hundreds of delays. And for these two friends heading to Ghana, it's all about a positive outlook. I'm trying to just get there for, before New Year's. You don't want that flight to be canceled. No! Don't even put that into the atmosphere. I'm like, it's going too smooth. Fingers crossed for those travelers and others heading to the airport this week. But right now, there are more than 500 delays at airports across the country. So check your flights before you head out to the airport. And the TSA predicts some of the busiest travel days will be this upcoming Friday and next Monday, New Year's Day. And don't worry, we didn't forget about those of you getting in the car to drive. Triple A says the busiest day will be tomorrow on the roads. Laura and Peter. Adrian Broadus, thank you so much. And by the way, that was your Today Show debut. Welcome to the team. What a great first start. We're so thrilled to have you here. 
Thank you. So I'm great. thrilled to be here. You have so, no idea. So great to see you, Adrian. Come on in. The water is warm. Always nice to have you. Yeah. All right. Let's turn now to the situation at the southern border. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is leading a U.S. delegation to Mexico City today, where they are meeting with Mexico's president. The focus here, the struggles over a record number of migrants illegally crossing over, as well as talk of potential solutions and only adding to the seriousness here, a caravan with reported 8,000 migrants now traveling through the southern Mexico to the north. NBC's Morgan Chesky is near the border in Eagle Pass, Texas. Morgan, good morning. Now, Laura, good morning. And organizers of that very migrant caravan say that the group is growing rapidly after the addition of more Central American families, many of them with very young children. Now, today here in Eagle Pass, it has been a surprisingly quiet morning, but that could soon be changing. This morning, the southern border's migrant crisis marching on. This video capturing the largest caravan in more than a year. An estimated 8,000 men, women, and children in Chiapas, Mexico, near Guatemala. All of them headed north. Organizers say the group swelled by nearly 2,000 people in a single day. Many hoping for a better life. Many more road-weary and exhausted. The caravan moving as the Mexican president welcomes U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. The Mexico City meeting set for later today expected to focus on the unprecedented irregular migration and border security between the neighboring countries. The visit following a recent phone call between President Biden and Mexico's leader. The two leaders agreed that Additional enforcement actions are urgently needed. It comes as the number of migrants in cities across the country are reaching record levels, with New York City seeing up to 4,000 people arriving each week. Local shelters and services overwhelmed and struggling to keep up. We have no more room in the city. Meanwhile, on the ground in Eagle Pass, a surprising lull in crossings Tuesday, following a record-breaking week where thousands of migrants lined the banks of the Rio Grande. And processing took hours, if not days. Outside a shelter, we met Osmani, Marian, and Edison. Donde van ahora? Where are you going now? Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Los Angeles. Los Angeles? Dallas. Marian from Venezuela says she's now waiting until her asylum hearing. After a five-month journey here, she describes similarly to so many other migrants we've heard from. A dangerous, potentially deadly track that in her mind is worth it. And Morgan, of course, we're heading into some colder months now. In fact, we're already really here now in December. How are cities preparing to manage? Yeah, Laura, they're absolutely having to get creative. We know that in Chicago, the state is sponsoring hotel rooms for migrant families there. While in New York City, a tent encampment on the very outskirts of the city has just opened up that at one point was used as a campground. And we know that in some cases, migrants are now forced to leave the shelter after 30 days and then reapply. Every inch of available space in incredibly high demand now. Laura. All right, Morgan, thank you so much. We turned out of the war in the Middle East, Israeli forces carrying out new airstrikes and expanding their ground offensive in Gaza overnight, despite mounting pressure to reach a ceasefire there. NBC's Josh Letterman is in Tel Aviv with the very latest this morning. Josh, good morning. 
Hey, good morning, Peter. With a top Israeli official in Washington for meetings about the next phase of the war, the Biden administration has been pushing Israel to at least scale back these widespread attacks that kill so many civilians. But Israel's government says it is staying the course. This morning, Israel is grinding ahead with a war it says will last many more months. Inside the Gaza Strip, the heavy fighting continued overnight. Israel saying it hit more than 100 sites on Tuesday. Gaza's Hamas-run health ministry saying 241 people were killed in the last 24 hours. Meanwhile, in Washington, top Netanyahu advisor Ron Dermer met with Secretary of State Antony Blinken and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. On the agenda, the hostages, Gaza's humanitarian situation, and what comes the day after the war. Back on the ground in Gaza, Israel's military is expanding operations in central Gaza's refugee camps. In northern Gaza, where Israel says it now has almost full control, Israel's military brought NBC News inside what it says is the largest Hamas tunnel discovered so far, some 10 feet high and two and a half miles long, the IDF says, with concrete walls. This is the entrance to the tunnel, and you can see how it goes from the surface of the earth diagonally into the ground. You can easily see how they could fit an entire full-size vehicle down into this tunnel. And in southern Gaza, volunteers carried out a grim task in Gaza's sandy earth. They dug a mass grave and laid to rest 80 Palestinians. This is Mohammed. His mom was killed when their house was bombed. His dad is missing. At 13, the lives of his seven siblings are now in his hands. I don't know how to deal with this, he says, but I know how to make my sister's milk. I change her. She hardly drinks the milk. After more than 80 days of war and despite intense global pressure to scale back the operation, Prime Minister Netanyahu is vowing to stay the course. His military chief of staff saying there are no shortcuts to dismantling a terrorist group. There are no magic solutions. And in a sign of how tensions over this war are really spreading globally now, Israel's National Security Council says an explosion near the Israeli embassy in New Delhi, India, may have been a terrorist attack. There were no injuries, but Israel is warning its citizens globally to be on high alert. Peter? Still an awful situation on all sides. Josh Letterman in Israel for us. Josh, thank you. The U.S. Navy is seeing more action in the Middle East overnight as well, shooting down a barrage of drones and missiles over the Red Sea. Officials say fighter jets from the Eisenhower Carrier Strike Group and U.S. warship took out at least a dozen attack drones and anti-ship missiles yesterday. The Pentagon says they were fired by Iran-backed Houthi rebels based in Yemen. The attacks, which have slowed global shipping in the region, have become more frequent since the Israel-Hamas war began. Meantime, the numbers are in for the holiday shopping season, and it's good news. Retail sales shot up just over 3% compared to last year. Here with a closer look at how this year's spending is and what it says about the overall economy is NBC's business correspondent, Brian Chung. Brian, good morning to you. So the good news is people are spending some more money right now. What does that tell us about where things are? What stands out to you? Yeah, well, I mean, it looks like the economy is roaring, right? I mean, when we talk about fears that we would have been in a recession, that was the talking point headed into 2023. Retail sales at the end of this year don't look like that at all. People spent money. They spent it mostly online and on clothes. So take take a look at this 6% boost in online sales, 2% boost in in-store. So people were clicking away. They were specifically buying 
a lot of clothes. So again, this data comes from MasterCard. If you break out the categories, apparel was one of the biggest categories, although people were a little bit choosier on things like electronics and jewelry, interestingly. This and year. big spending at restaurants. Look yeah. at that. That was striking. Yep. Um, what do you think this says about the overall health of the economy? Does it, does it show any trends or is it sort of a one-off? Yeah, well, the reason why we pay attention so much to this is because the American consumer, all of us, make up about two-thirds of the U.S. economy. So they are the driving engine. And what we're seeing from this retail sales report, which, by the way, is not adjusted for inflation, but even when you do adjust it for inflation, it is not looking recessionary at all. Again, the R word was something that we were all talking about headed into 2023. And if it was indeed a recessionary environment, this retail sales report would be negative, not positive 3%. So headed into a 2024 where, yes, there is the concern that maybe the recession risk is still lurking around the corner, at least for right now, it shows the American consumer which is such a big part of this economy, still looks really resilient. Yeah, what they think may be that that so-called soft landing. Hopefully we it's have possible. it to this country right now. We'll see. Brian, thanks so much. See back in the next it. hour yeah. with some yeah. smart money moves that you should make as we head into the new year. Brian, thank you. Now to an amazing rescue in northern Indiana, thanks to a pair of fishermen who were in the right place at the right time. Mario Garcia and his son-in-law were out looking for a good fishing spot yesterday. They spotted a wrecked car And in a creek beneath an overpass, the driver had apparently veered off the roadway and rolled over. Police and paramedics took over. They said the driver may have been stuck there. Get this, guys, for nearly a week. He was badly injured but able to speak, told them he had screamed for help, but nobody heard. He survived by drinking rainwater. Wow. Thank goodness for those fishermen to help find that guy, right? Hey, Dylan's checking the forecast for us again. Dylan, a lot of people relying on this forecast as they get back in the car again. I know, and hopefully on the East Coast you don't have to travel today or tomorrow. Let's just get this storm out of the way, and then you can go back to your... uh, normal travel as we go into Thursday afternoon. We do also, though, have a West Coast storm that's making its way on shore. That could bring some mountain snow, some rain along the coast, some heavier rain across the northwest coast of California. Isolated snow showers back through the Midwest and the uh, northern plains. So just keep in mind, could still be slippery with temperatures on the colder side out that way. Heavy rain, though, starting to work through eastern North Carolina and Virginia. This will make its way up into the uh, northeast as we go through the day today and into tomorrow morning. And we could see some delays at the airports on the east coast just because of dense morning fog. So something to keep in mind if you're traveling this morning. And that's your latest forecast. All righty, Dylan. Thank you. Coming up here, an inside look at social media's latest obsession, the ultimate world cruise that has some passengers setting sail for the next nine months. NBC's Sam Brock caught up in the hype. Laura, who could blame these TikTokers, right? Because, you know, you think, wouldn't it be nice to indulge and take a nine-day cruise, see a few exotic places? What about a nine-month cruise with more than 150 destinations? Why the serenade of the seas is now the talk of social media. That story, coming up next. I hope you like your neighbors. Plus, groundbreaking launches, historic missions around the moon. There's a lot to get excited about in the new year when it comes to the great space race. Tom Costello is going to break it all down. But first, this is Today on NBC. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.
When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back at 7.30 on this Wednesday morning, and that's what it actually looks like outside right now. Plenty of people enjoying the rink, the legendary Cher back on the Billboard Hot 100. By the way, the song you're hearing right now, that's her DJ Play a Christmas song from her very first holiday album, now entering the charts. It marks Cher's first song on the Hot 100 in 21 years. Folks are trying to stay hot outside on a cold day right now. A little hot 100 to help them out. <laughs> Absolutely. Meantime, inside Studio 1A, Jacob Sobarov has joined us again here at the table pitching in while Craig is off. Share aficionado. A, a guy who has listened to that song more times than he would like to admit on runs and in cars and after late night dinners with a couple too many cocktails. Don't Share, you're the best. Don't be ashamed. It's a good song. It it's a banger. Alright, we are going to start this half hour here with something that a lot of people are talking about right now. Royal Caribbean's Ultimate World Cruise. Yeah, this is wild. It is all the rage on TikTok. The hashtag attracting more than 100 million views, all for a trip on the open seas lasting nine months. You got that right, with travels to more than 60 countries. NBC's Sam Brock is joining us from the Port of Miami with the story at the Port of Miami. Clearly, he is not on the nine-month cruise. That'd be (laughs) heck of an assignment. Sam, good morning. Good observation, Peter, Laura, Jacob. Good to be with you guys. Look, if you think you're into this story, and I can tell you are into this story, imagine the hundreds of folks who are on board Serenade of the Seas who have decided to dedicate the better part of their years, guys, to this adventure. Now, you don't have to do that. Passengers do have the option of going for a number of days or weeks or months, as it might be. But if you are shelling out between $54,000 and $117,000 for the full experience, they say it's not the real world. It's not below deck. It's just a whole bunch of people bringing TikTok along for the ride. The idea of a world cruise isn't a new one. But this blockbuster version from Royal Caribbean, involving seven continents in more than 60 countries and 11 world wonders, is certainly taking TikTok, if not the world, by storm. As passengers document the first two weeks of this 274-day journey in a reality TV, tongue-in-cheek kind of way. Hello, MTV, and welcome to my crib. Come on in. Hey, guys, come with me for a sea day of my life. Which has already generated massive interest. Some hundred million views on the hashtag Ultimate World Cruise as inquiring minds want to know. Is this an aquatic soap opera or what? I would be shocked if someone didn't get impulsively married at some point. Put cameras on that ship right now. Bravo, where are you? I need eyes. I've made it my mission for the next nine months to follow every single person who was on this nine-month cruise. Well, we can certainly introduce you to a couple of them. New characters unlocked. Like Mike and Nancy Jacobs from Grand Rapids, Michigan, 
Empty nesters with the time for a long adventure and a reality check on rumors about special treatment for certain passengers. I really feel like Royal has exceeded our expectations on this cruise. There is no tier system. Another duo, the Kennys, are in their 20s and proving the popularity of this excursion. So, yeah, when we came on board, we had 200 followers and we crossed 90,000 today. Who say the experience has been smooth sailing and priceless, even if it costs between $54,000 and $117,000 for the full nine months. There's absolutely Absolutely no drama on board. It's funny. Brandy Lake tells us she's having the time of her life, both for the destinations and the relationships she's developed. I'm really excited about Antarctica. And we're really one group one like growing family and um everything has been great the adventure fell from the serenade of the seas to the millions of views on social media i love that she says everything's been going great we'll check in with her in a few months from now hopefully it stays (laughs) that way sam some of these pastors are really kind of making themselves at home in the cabins there Yeah, you're there for nine months, Peter. Why not? Literally at home. We're going to show you some of the videos. We talked about the fact you have empty nesters, obviously, some folks who are just taking nine months off or they are creating work from home spaces. We all remember what that was like setting up during the pandemic. Well, now people have exported that idea to their cabins, Peter. You also have Ikea furnishings in there, wallpaper. One of my personal favorites, one woman said her husband brought his putter. He did not want to be nine months without it. So really, the world is your oyster, so to speak. But also, the number one question I'm seeing pop up is, how are people going to be eating cruise food, whether it's either buffets or fine dining or a la carte, whatever it might be, for nine months long? I do not have a good answer to that, except personally, I would not want to see myself step on a scale after getting (laughs) off of a nine-month cruise. However, you know what? I'm sure many people have some restraint good for them, and I hope they figure out a solution for us. I was going to say, those casinos have no clocks. This place has no scales. That's the only way you make it nine months. Endless buffets. It's like going to Sizzler for nine months. Very dangerous. Sam, thank you. Thanks, Sam. Just ahead for you, breaking overnight, some sad news. One of the stars of the Oscar-winning film Parasite found dead. We are going to have the very latest on that investigation. But first, you're not going to want to miss this. The great space race set to reach new heights in 2024. Tom Costello looks ahead at an exciting year high above the Earth, including a manned mission around the moon. Decades in the making. That's coming up right after this. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it. Book it. Live it. One Travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay.
We are back now at 739, and as we close out this year, there's a lot of buzz about what's going to happen in space in 2024. That's right, including the first humans on a flyover of the moon of the, since the days of Apollo. Is that not so cool? NBC's Tom Costello covers aviation and space for us. And Tom, a lot of this is centered around Elon Musk. Yeah, that's right. Elon Musk, of course, owns SpaceX. And SpaceX right now provides the only way American astronauts can right now get to space on an American rocket. And America's future hopes and dreams for space depend on SpaceX. Three, two, one. We have that rocket roar and cheering coming from South Texas in November. Stage separation. Was for a much improved second test of Elon Musk's Starship after the first Starship exploded shortly after liftoff. NASA and America have strapped their dreams to that SpaceX rocket. That next flight will be early next year. Then late in the year, NASA's Artemis astronauts will loop around the moon. In 2022, an Artemis test flight orbited the moon with no crew. That is the spaceship that will take the Artemis II crew around the moon for the first time in more than 50 years. This is a nine-day mission, a quarter of a million miles just to get there. And this ship is nothing like Apollo that carry Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. It is much more advanced, much more automated. Already, they're training at NASA's Johnson Space Center. Mission Commander Reed Weissman, Pilot Victor Glover, Mission Specialist Christina Cook, and Canadian fighter pilot Jeremy Hansen. I'm most looking forward to paving the way for the future, back to the moon, on to Mars. The fact that we get to contribute to that, absolutely an honor, the honor of my life. We are proud to be a part of the Artemis generation. We are the Artemis generation, and we are going back to the moon. Later this decade, NASA hopes Artemis and Elon Musk's Starship will rendezvous in lunar orbit, then land on the moon's south pole and begin building a lunar base. China wants to land its own astronauts there by 2030. Also in 2024, Boeing is hoping to finally launch its Starliner spaceship with astronauts to the space station. Many years delayed and well behind arch-rival SpaceX. And billionaire entrepreneur Jared Isaacman will command Polaris Dawn, another private mission with three others in a SpaceX rocket set to reach the highest Earth orbit ever flown. I caught up with them training in Colorado. Why do this? Why do we need to go into space? I mean, there are questions that we've been asking ourselves since like the, the dawn of civilization, right? That we don't know the answers to. And the universe is so big. That Polaris Dawn mission will also feature the first ever spacewalk involving a private astronaut. And they will continue raising money for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Their first mission back in 2021 raised a quarter of a billion dollars for St. Jude. Back to you guys. Man, Tom, so exciting. Uh, thank you so much. If Tom's ever out sick, I'm volunteering to do Tom's job. <laughs> Raise your hand for that. That'd Let's be go. a pretty good gig, right? As long as it's not nine months in space. That <laughs> yeah, really that's true. Dylan's checking the forecast for us again right now. What's it look like? Well, we do have another storm system making its way on the West Coast. Here it is. You can see it's swirling around out over the Pacific. It's starting to bring some of those bands of heavier rain along the coast of Oregon and northwestern California. That will continue to intensify as we go through the day with some mountain snow and the higher elevations as well. 
On the other side of the country, we have very mild temperatures running about 10 to 20 degrees above average for this time of year. Buffalo 50 for high, New York 51, Richmond, Virginia 59, Charlotte 66 degrees, although it does come with some rain on the East Coast. Tomorrow starts off with rain mostly in the morning and early afternoon, but temperatures still above average. 55 in New York, 59 in Washington, Erie, Pennsylvania, about 46 degrees. And then we'll settle into some more seasonable temperatures. Des Moines by the weekend, we drop back down close to freezing on Sunday. Cleveland drops into the 40s. New York, we get into the mid-40s by the time we get into Saturday. That's your latest forecast. All right, thank you, Dylan. Up next, Kathy Park is checking out the new trend that is shaking up the fast food world. That's right. Your favorite chains are now making a splash with specialty drinks from churro chillers to a s'mores cold brew. There's a little something for everyone in a cup. We'll explain right after this. We are back on this last Wednesday of the year, taking a look at a growing trend in fast food. More like fast drinks, it turns out, these (laughs) days, right? You'll probably notice specialty drinks are popping up on the menus of some of your favorite chains, with Gen Z leading the push for more of these creative beverages. NBC's Kathy Park is here with more. Hey, Kathy. Hey, guys. Good morning to all of you. Well, the faster drink war is certainly heating up. McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Jack in the Box are all experimenting with their own unique specialty drinks. As analysts say, specialty coffee and beverage chains are growing quicker than food-based eateries. Restaurant Business Magazine adding the industry generates $100 billion a year worldwide. Burgers and fries aren't the only thing on the menu at some fast food chains. We got a s'mores cold brew and then a sour cherry energy burst. Fun-flavored beverages are making a huge splash in a nation historically obsessed with fast food. Good afternoon. Welcome to Cosmic. How are you today? Earlier this month, McDonald's announced new beverage-based spinoff, Cosmics, boasting over 40 new drinks with flavors like sour cherry energy burst and churro cold brew frappe. Taste testers showing off their brightly colored drinks on TikTok. I'm not going to lie, this looks fire. McDonald's CEO Chris Kemchinski pitching the idea to investors. This gives us permission to stretch the reach of the valuable McDonald's brand into new areas to grow the business. And they aren't the only famous brand jumping in. Taco Bell introduced its coffee and churro chillers, while Jack in the Box is offering boba coffee and ice cream chinos, saying in a statement, Jack wants to be the go-to stop for unique, indulgent, and crave-worthy items. Fast food. Restaurants are going to want to capitalize on an industry where, you know, it's it's becoming a phenomenon. This new era of fast food comes as demand for the chains skyrockets each year. Analysts predict revenue to reach nine hundred thirty one billion dollars by the end of 2028, a four point six percent increase from last year. According to a morning consult study, Gen Z is a prime audience for these innovative fast food brands, with about 62 percent trying a new drink in the past month. I actually flew out from London just to try this place. It's really become like this customizable industry that Gen Zs and millennials are really kind of capitalizing on because it's kind of cool and trendy. Coffee giant Starbucks first set the stage with novelty drinks customers wait for year round. And this year was no exception. The company citing record global demand with customers favoring their fall premium products like the pumpkin spice latte. 
So by the end of 2024, McDonald's plans to open 10 cosmic locations. Jack in the Box tells us they're planning to release new Red Bull infusion flavors. And Taco Bell says they're testing shakes as an afternoon or evening option in the hopes of being a one-stop shop for eats and treats. For someone who's on the road all the time, this is kind of dangerous. I'm going to make a lot of pit stops. <laughs> My hands are shaking. I, I Red Bull infused <laughs> yeah. drinks. Got a lot of Sugar now. shakes. Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, we'll try it. Thanks, Kathy. Yep. Thank you so much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just ahead, a new wrinkle in that age-old debate. Is <laughs> Die Hard a Christmas movie? None other than Bruce Willis's wife is now sharing her thoughts. We're going to get to that and more on Pop Star. yippee ki <laughs> Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.